0: Are you ready to be in the spotlight? Are you ready to share your story with the world? Well, snails with no shells is where you need to be. Available on all digital platforms, Facebook and YouTube. Snails with no shells. Leave that shell at the door. Where did we go wrong? Ones. I am Miss BJ Martin, and this is Snails with No Shells. Leave that shell at the door. That's the only rule that I have here in this room. All right. So, without further ado, I'd like to bring my next amazing guest to the stage. Liz, <laughs> the crowd goes wild. <laughs> How you doing? I am amazing. How are you? I'm well. Awesome. Yes, I need to get some drum machines and some here, here. Give me some sound effects going on over here. <laughs> Thank you for joining me on Snails with No Shells.
1: My pleasure.
0: All right, so let's go. Let's read a little bit of your bio. Okay, let's get to know a little bit more about uh, Lynn. Okay. Lynn has a master's in psychology. Well first of all, psychol- Lynn is a psychologist and life coach relationship expert. And you as you all know, this is mental health month. This month is mental health Month and that is why Lynn um, was chosen and, and accepted you know to be on the show because it is such a very it's very and a very important month to me as it should be to everyone I feel. <laughs> you know. So here we go. So he's a psychologist and life coach relationship expert he has a master's in psychology from nc central university and completed 140 hours of doctoral training in marriage and family therapy at virginia tech Um, he's conducted several workshops and conferences on relationships and held panel discussions on marriages and divorce Uh, it goes it goes on and on i mean he's 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 just letting you know he's an expert. He has over 10 years of experience, has several publications. Uh, Oh, my gosh. I can go on and on and on, but we won't. What I'm going to do, ladies and gentlemen, is I'm going to post his information <laughs> in the information section. You can read the rest yourselves, but he's qualified. He is overqualified in actuality. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again. Thank you. Sure okay, so Lynn, where were you born and raised?
1: Born in New York. Okay. Raised half of my life in Newark, New Jersey. And then I did like most northerners. I came south when I was about 15. Okay. And I've been here ever since. Um, I consider myself a southerner. Don't let the accent fool you. Uh mm-hmm. I'm very much a southerner and went to school here, stayed here, and uh this is where i call home. i'm currently in durham north carolina.
0: okay. all right. okay. so what was, okay, so what was it like growing up? and okay, you you lived a couple of places, new york and then new jersey. so let what was like growing up in new jersey?
1: tricky. uh, I, hmm. uh I'm, I'm i'm older, so uh it i don't know, it a little more carefree um, uh when when I was a kid we had to go outside to play we didn't have Atari and Pong and all those other video games we had to get outside and play and I talked to some friends of mine I said we're the last generation that had to go outside to play yeah, so, uh, yeah. we
0: are I'm a part of that generation
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's, it's real different now mm-hmm. it's like, wow I don't even recognize it these kids all stay inside and they're you know they're they're not as physically fit as you know when i looked at me at their age it was Mm -hmm. just way different so but you know times are changing
0: absolutely yeah i was like to be to be in the house that was punishment no You'd be like, "Mama, can I please go outside? Can I please?" I used to wear my mama down. Can I please go outside? Can I please go outside? She used to be like, "Get out!" (laughs) To be in the house was terrible, right? It was,
1: it was horrible, and it was a fate worse than death. So all my friends outside are looking out my window. So yeah, no, that's not good. good.
0: (laughs) So you say it was a little. It was a little. Was you say it was like kind of rough growing up?
1: Well, you, sure. you know, city life versus country life. So it's it's, mm-hmm. it's more fast paced. Is 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 way more options in the city, and and I wanted a slower pace. And I remember some, well, you know, I was uh, ninth. I finished ninth grade there in in Jersey, and for tenth grade on, I came south, and it was, it was the best thing I could have done. Mm-hmm. Love it. I love the south.
0: Did you have family?
1: there mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. most of my family migrated north and south so i got cousins <laughs> in dc and new york and uh, mm-hmm. we all uh we we go north and south so family reunions are here sometimes we go there mm-hmm.
0: that's good. awesome i'm I, I love that you said uh family reunions i have not been to a family reunion in years and you guys still do that
1: yeah what's the sale
0: that's awesome. Yes, people, uh, melanated people. We do still have reunions, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, because yeah, you know all the stuff you see out there. You know, you don't you don't see a whole lot of positive light on us. and On us, on this show, I'm like, I'm showing you, we here, we exist. You know, we're out here doing some, we're helping change the lives. We're still doing these things, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. So. My next question what did you want to be when you grew up
1: i didn't know until my sophomore year in school Mm -hmm. and i took a psychology class and i was fascinated with it i'm like wow this is really cool because it kind of explains some of the the family dysfunction that i came from and, Mm -hmm. and and gave it some context as to why it happened and what you can do about it to correct it. And I'm like, well, you know, I did all this stuff for myself. Maybe I can help somebody else who is in a similar situation. So yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: Okay. So you okay, you gravitated to that in uh, in high school. Okay.
1: Oh no, this is college. This is a fresh sophomore year. In college. college. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um can you talk about maybe touch just lightly? You don't have to go deep, but maybe lightly on some of the dysfunction that you recognize that you had in your family?
1: Oh yeah, uh, both of my parents were alcoholics. So, oh. and, and I was an only kid. So, you know, if, if you're only kid and both your parents are alcoholics, you go into survival mode and survival mode can stay in the on position if you don't reach down in there and turn it off. So one of the things learning about, you know, taking coursework and, and doing all the work in psychology help me to learn how to turn my that that survival mechanism off because it was firing for no reason there was no reason to survive in school so just had to reach in there and turn it off.
0: Mm. wow that's deep that's deep I've heard a lot of uh you know stories everybody's been on my show we've all been through something and it's like everyone is, is here that has been on my platform is here to help. You know, they're here. They're here helping. For the most part, I've had people that wanted to be teachers. And um, I had an astronaut. Somebody wanted to be an astronaut. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. But um, and she does um, specializes in diabetes, you know, helping you get your diabetes levels down um wow well thank you for sharing that 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 has been an experience oh my god both of your parents usually at least one parent you know is a uh, functioning or functional or something but uh both <laughs> dang
1: yeah so you, you had- you know
0: I don't drink or smoke so I know you don't I know you don't. <laughs> and you know what and 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 I, we were talking about that like when people deal with their um you know their traumas like they either go they either go to the aspect of they, are they you could have been an alcoholic too you know what I'm saying they either oh, sure. go towards alcohol or they go completely away from it people you know how people handle their traumas different kind of ways we were just having that discussion
1: wow yeah so you know the the technical term is genetic predisposition i would imagine that if i started drinking it'd be like the fish taking the water so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but i i don't you don't have to subscribe to the genetic predisposition you you can you can do something else mm-hmm. and i'm i'm living proof of that so
0: yes I love it. Genetic
1: predisposition.
0: Genetic predisposition. I learn something every day. <laughs> I love it. Genetic predisposition.
1: Predis- mm-hmm.
0: Yes. All right. Wow. Wow. That's a deep.
1: That's yeah. Deep. My, both, both my parents were alcoholics. So in my gene pool, there may be a little recessive thing on one of my genes that says, hey, I can drink and, mm-hmm. and I, I remember my of course college it was kind of crazy I, I had my first beer in college threw it up said nope I'm good to go mm-hmm. and that's with it since, and then you know I, as you get older you graduate you go to black and white affairs and you know and I, I think I had wine I, I I could do like maybe a little a, uh, what are those little goblets called anyway uh i I could do one of those and and I would be you know, Hi, I'm ready to mm-hmm. go to sleep after one one thing of wine. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I, I ne- just never latched on because I didn't like that feeling of being out of control. Okay, That never worked for me. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, what an interesting story. Wow, wow. Well, again, thank you for sharing that. You just, you just, you just never know people. You know, I, you know, they say you see my glory, you don't know my story. You never know what people have been through. You know. <laughs> and why they why they do the things that they do so mm-hmm. yeah so you're you're a life coach relationship expert and a psychologist oh mm-hmm. uh, is that three different three different things or
1: it's it's a it's all on a continuum so it's okay it's, it's just a not really I it's it's all combined but you know people like going to a coach you know that the word therapist which i avoid using is uh it has a negative connotation you know oh really? you got to be a therapist oh oh i, don't, I ain't seeing no therapist because you know but I, I might go see a coach
0: oh wow
1: a relationship coach I, I don't want to go to a therapist but i'll go to a coach yeah
0: wow really still today in 2022 don't matter mm. don't
1: matter if you look at a lot of tv you 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 see therapists and crazy white people and you associate the two and you're like well i ain't and that ain't my problem so i don't want to you know i not want to see that right more and more coming through more and more uh, African Americans are, are being coaches and therapists and counselors, so mm-hmm. we're we're actually starting to move into that space where you can find somebody, you know, who who can match you culturally, mm-hmm. language. Yes. Yeah. That is That's, so important. Oh yeah, you. That
0: is so important, absolutely. Because I went to a, a therapist, and we were not of the same, you know, ethnicity, and she could not relate to me at all. So I'm speaking from firsthand. Like I know that, that how important it that is. That's why I love seeing, seeing you all come up, you know and um, when I'm see, I'm grabbing you like, okay I gotta have you because we need to see more of this. Like, yes, we are out here doing this. We're helping each other out and wow. we, you know we can relate, we have somebody that can relate to me. So yes, I love seeing that.
1: Huge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. People like it because I I, I speak the language that's right i i can go from eubonics to code switching and you know and everything <laughs> so,
0: absolutely I can relate absolutely to all. Mm-hmm. yes yes um <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's important it's important um so are you noticing in the mental health part of it all are you seeing more men or women
1: well it's always been more women uh in, in order for me to get to the guys one of the techniques i use is to go through their women so you, okay. if you, want, if you want guys coming to you, go through their women okay go through their girlfriends their wives
0: that's the secret yeah.
1: yes that. yeah because you know it, it's I have a few guys that have come to me straight up individually, but mm-hmm. um for the most part, it's, it's usually I get a I get a referral. I say, hey, Land, I want you to talk to my brother. You know, mm-hmm. I told him he was gonna call. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll pay for a session. Just, just please talk to my brother.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And he, he needs to talk to another black guy. I said, okay, well that's cool. And mm-hmm. and I, I, it's like, but when these brothers open up, it's like, wow, it's just, just. Once they feel comfortable with
0: you, boom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Because, um, but well, I'm a mental health advocate all to my heart. I am like every Monday, I'm trying to just put some things out, you know, um, on social media, you know, different tips and how to deal with certain things. And when I say I am an advocate for men, like, because I'm like, we need, we yes, I, I'm like, it's okay not to have all the answers. Let's normalize men. Be you guys being human. You what, what, you know, and we need y'all. We need you to heal because we need y'all. We need y'all to heal and, you know, start loving on yourselves and all that. So that because we we need y'all. That's just the bottom line.
1: I'm I'm big on that. That's that is my go to in in all of my coaching sessions. Mm-hmm. i ask the question how do you love yourself mm-hmm. if i don't know how to love myself i will make you take care of me mm-hmm. and i will take that into a relationship and if i take that into a relationship i'm going to try to make her take care of me i don't know how to love myself so mm-hmm. it's important to learn how and if you don't, then you're gonna be somebody's bird. <laughs> that's men mm-hmm. and women. So, so it's not not right. that's not exclusively mm-hmm. a men thing, but uh, 85% of black children don't grow up with father in the house. Right. And and so if I never see a man love my mama, then what is what what do I draw from when I when I go into a relationship? tv my friends maybe family okay god forbid mm. the rap culture so you, you don't want that as your role model so right. uh, yeah that's that's devastating i mean it's, it's and it's just as devastating for the girl child she needs to see a man love her mama so she can know what to expect
0: exactly yeah exactly and it's a lot it's a lot of young people that have no no idea No, the things that i've seen you know just like uh you know like i'm like chivalry is a day i mean no no opening of the door just the, the basics to me that's just the basics: opening doors opening car doors you know yeah um, yep i've been out and this is what i see got the dinner and it, and some of some of us older people are doing the same thing now this is it
1: yeah well patriarchy is starting to die off so um you're gonna see a shift in 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 the culture, mm-hmm. so it I my, now. Yeah, I, I saw my grandpa hold the door open. I'm like, okay, that then no, I'm I'm a little guy, like six years mm-hmm. old. So I'm I'm rushing to pull the back then as a of Deuce and a quarter. So I'm pulling with all the
0: heavy. I got it <laughs> open <over.
1: laughs>
0: <laughs> Yes, yes. So yeah, you do. That's that kind of like learn behavior. I guess you what you see is uh what you do right
1: right yeah i, I thank god for my grandfather um I, he he was my male role model that is who mm-hmm. i copied
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and me too I, i'm thankful for mine too uh rest well with the ancestors george foster senior taught me how to ride a bike i was his running buddy when i was sick you know he took care of me so i had that's that was you know who i looked up to not who mm-hmm. uh catered to my
1: grandmother
0: mm. absolutely so that's you know that's what i saw but seeing my grandparents was one thing i didn't really i didn't see that in my household you know what i'm saying so uh, it was a little different
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: sure. and so man i'm trying to think because <laughs> it's so much i want to ask like oh man you're gonna you might have to come back because part of the relationships um you when you're dealing with two two people who both come from dysfunction because that's why Mm. they're there they're there Mm -hmm. because they both come from this two dysfunctional backgrounds Mm -hmm. and they they have this trauma and now they're coming together trauma bonding Mm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right oh yeah
1: trauma bonding and trauma triggers
0: getting triggered right mm-hmm. uh how do you how do, how would you where would you start with the, that couple a couple of like
1: well i i do a lot of psychoeducation along with i don't, I don't just want to fix them i, I kind of want them to learn it for themselves so that they can apply it and they can keep it and pass it on to their kids so when i get a lot of when i get a highly conflictual couple one, one of the things I'm, I'm looking at is age regression so we get into this parallel escalation right we both go up at the same time we hit the top of the cycle we come right back down we reset you hit my trigger i hit your trigger and and this is this is the pattern it just yes go up uh, we don't communicate well or we don't do this well and you know and so wh- your adult relationships will be the place where you discharge all of your childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. There's no other place to discharge that. You're not gonna do it with family and friends. You are going to discharge it with somebody that, that you're in a love relationship with. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I try to do is to kind of get folks to settle down. I introduce them to the inner child. there's there's Leonard the 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 adult then there's Leonard there's little Lenny on the inside
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: a lot of people when I ask you how do you love yourself that's what I'm really asking you how do you know the person on the inside so your inner child is the receptacle for all of your trauma all of your pain uh every bit of dysfunction that was in your family gets captured in this inner child Mm -hmm. so as I move through my adult life, if my adult panics, anxiety, depression, what happens is I switch out of the adult and switch into the child. It's real fluid. You don't even notice you're doing it. Mm-hmm. But if you've ever heard yourself say, I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I did that. I can't, what am I thinking? What? I, I, I'm so sorry. Now, what I know is that. When a child portion messes up, it does what children do. It runs off. And then the adult part of me has to come in and fix it. Mm. So when I come in as the adult, I'm like, I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I did that. That's true. Because I I don't know who I am on the inside. Mm -hmm. So when I panic, my my inner child is my defender. It's my fierce defender. Mm. Ready ready to... moments notice like Mm -hmm. don't let nobody get smart with you don't let nobody take advantage of you don't let nobody do this to you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right so when I swap from my adult to my child self I'm usually in some type of panic or or I got triggered so you Mm -hmm. got two people who are trying to get along and they're just constantly triggering each other right my I don't I have if I have unresolved trauma the conflict is suggesting that there is something on the inside of me that's trying to get healed and it keeps coming up and it keeps Mm -hmm. coming up keeps coming up it's going to keep coming up until you can address it absolutely yeah so
0: wow that was a uh i like that explanation very simplified
1: yeah because what it's not the adults that are fighting it's the 13 year old and 12 year old that's just mm-hmm. doing the fighting because when they calm down, oh, baby, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And you are genuinely sorry. But now I'm back into my adult. So mm-hmm. I can say I'm sorry. But my child part, man, that ain't my child part, ain't apologizing to nobody.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, what, Um, let me see. What do they call it when? What is the phrase when they say like, like wherever your wherever like your 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 growth your uh, maturity level may have been stunted at a certain age if something happened to you at that certain age. Yes. Is there a phrase for that? Can you or can you go? Go
1: It was it was a group years ago called Arrested Development. Mm -hmm. Remember Arrested Development? That's Mm -hmm. that's what it means. So Mm -hmm. I hit a stage of psychosocial development and in order to 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 move to the next stage i've got to close out i got to have closure to this stage but if i if i can't get any closure or i can't get any reconciliation here i'll just stay here Mm -hmm. my development is arrested it's it can't this is as far as it can go Mm -hmm. until you Mm -hmm. see somebody who can who can kind of explain you know to remove that ceiling and so you can go up
0: yes okay so you'll be like 13 in 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 child years but you could be 50 years old 50 a 50 year old adult
1: I see it all the time they look grown they sound grown they got beards and braids and you know
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but when you listen when you listen carefully you'll you'll hear the child part Mm -hmm. you'll experience the child part if you're in a in a love relationship Cause if mm-hmm. I didn't get a lot of nurture growing up, I'll make you nurture me.
0: Mm. So we must learn how to self-nurture, self-soothe,
1: self-soothe. I pacify, right? Because mm-hmm. the part that you're self-soothing is the child part. Mm-hmm. It's like ah oh, ah uh, ah, uh, little boy, I got you. I got you. We we gonna avoid this today. I know you wanna. I know you wanna jump in there, but I got you. Yes, the child part of you has to learn how to trust the adult part of you so so what you see is what you get and not a split who am i talking to today am i talking to the child or am i talking to the adult mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's the change is fluid you don't know that you're doing it
0: mm-hmm. i see so do you um would you say you dealt with more people that have been have dealt with some type of molestation do you see that more than you see uh, maybe you're like your situation parents uh, that are alcoholics. do you deal with that more?
1: Uh, I see high levels of incest molestation rape in some cases mm-hmm. yeah it's, its it was higher than I thought especially mm-hmm. in black community There are no secrets in the family there's only a conspiracy of silence mm. that part. Mm. so nobody talk about it and so it just it's like a cancer it just festers mm-hmm. and if i don't talk it out when i have kids my kids will act it out yes i don't know where he got that from mm-hmm. i don't know it, where she got that from mm,
0: She just crazy mm-hmm. i've been called
1: crazy it yeah yeah it ain't me i don't know where they got that from
0: Mm-mm. All right. All right. right. I've been called crazy, so I know exactly what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That old, that old, that old, um, what's that old term? Don't, don't be telling, what was it, What was, when we grow up, don't be telling nobody what's going on in this house. Don't tell nobody what's going on inside. Oh this yeah. House, right.
1: That's taboo what stays in this what goes oh, on in this house stays, stays in, this house. in this house
0: that's the worst thing they could have ever said to us because I'm like okay what? Well, what well, should nothing be going on in this house for me not to be telling right
1: well one of these children if there are enough siblings one of these kids will act out of school mm-hmm. that'll that'll draw social workers that'll draw teachers that'll draw attention to their family so and and again sometimes it's unconscious i i, I love my family and, and and we need some help and i and my in my little mind i know this ain't right and so i got to get some help
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Mm. oh my god so it's like it's like everything It's all boiling down to that that child inside the child inside of you
1: i i think a lot of it centers around that especially when i when i look at highly conflictual couples and Mm. they do it in front of their kids like you do this in front of the kids Mm. so i cannot parent out of my 12 year old child i can't parent my child from my child it's competitive right yeah Or I'll make the child take care of me. That's a whole nother show. (laughs) I'll make my child take care. Let's say, so here's mom, here's dad. Here's the line. Here's the sibling system. Dad leaves the system. So (laughs) there's this, this vacuum that's created when he leaves the system. So one of these, these kids are Activated usually it's the oldest boy to step into that role okay and 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 now you know so you got an older brother and it, it can go one of three ways it can be spousification it can be parentification where i wind up taking care of my my siblings or it can be adultification i kind of grew up ahead of time Hmm. Right? i -hmm. i i have conversation i'm i'm privy to conversations that adults have right so it's really one of those three things Mm. (laughs) see your wheels (laughs) because
0: it's so much it is so much and we want you know you look around in our community you it's it's like why everything is just all over the place this is why it's just so much it's a lot we have a lot of work to do
1: we have a lot of work to do and a very little time to do it right because these kids are growing i mean these kids are growing up with with you know my father is half of who i am so if my mom i grow up and my mom your daddy ain't whatever he 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 don't never pay this he don't do that Mm -hmm. you are killing half of who i am i learned to hate that half especially if i carry my mom's feelings i'm going to learn to hate that half of me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's not going to bode well if i go into a relationship and, and and half of me it's not even half of me isn't there you know and i talk to guys you know i said well when was the last time you seen father oh uh, you know he He's across town, but I don't talk to him. I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to see him, you know. I said, well, have you ever got his side of the story? Nah, my mom told me everything. Okay. I encourage a lot of my male clients to, to go see your father. To mm-hmm. Get his side of the story. Mm-hmm. That's half of who you are. There's no denying that. You need to understand that half of you. Go find out his side of the story
0: absolutely absolutely and i know i know once i uh, started working on healing my relationship with my dad my life started to change that was something that i had to do i had to because i didn't have i didn't have his side no right. story. my mother never talked bad about him never but she didn't say anything so i was left to kind of come up with my own conclusion you know, and mm-hmm. he he paid child support and everything. Yeah, but you know, he wasn't there. He was not present. So she wasn't talking bad. He wasn't there. So I had to come to my own conclusion. Like, well, I get I don't I guess he just you know don't want to be bothered. I don't know. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. So what what I internalize, you know, what my father, I if if, if whatever my mom say, i I'll, as a boy child is is just really really dangerous to talk a whole bunch of smack about my my dad
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know because i i'm going to internalize what you say
0: right
1: yeah right. And, and and the thing about it is women cannot police the boundaries of masculinity with their boy child They mm-hmm. come the point i mean right around he's 11 12 years old he's about as strong as you are when he hits 16 17 he's four times stronger than you
0: Yes, has a mm-hmm. and
1: and then you know if there's no man to get in his chest to kind of calm him down that's gonna right. be that's gonna be that's gonna be a problem right for everybody so.
0: right and then speaking from from the young lady side if he's not there for her she's not going to know how to She's first, she's gonna probably feel kind of, you know, not unworthy. You know, she's gonna, she's because she's not gonna have that masculine, that, that, um, it's like a masculine, uh, feel.
1: Um, okay. that's half of who you, know, you are. I mean, that's, that's yeah. Nice. yeah. So
0: you're out there when, when he's not there, you're out there trying to find him and different men trying to find him because he's not there. That's what usually happens with girls, girls whose father's not there. Sure. Yeah, and, um, and that's that. That's important. Like girls need their father, kids need their fathers. Period. Point blank. And but you know, you were talking about the boys, so I kind of brought up the girls. Like it's important for them too because they need to know. We come to a certain age, we start developing and having these emotions. We need that uh, that masculine person in our lives to kind of help us direct that in a sense, in a more constructive or positive way you know what i'm saying kind of i think it balances it balances
1: her out sure sure absolutely you you need that balance you 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 need both this is both halves of who i am Mm -hmm. i
0: like that i like how you're breaking that down saying these are two halves you are two people you are your mother and your father
1: yep no denying it. And and it's, it's strange because we'll be attracted to people who remind us of the parent that gave us the hardest time. That's the theory.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The, the last five women I dated were cookie cutters of my mama. Same height, glasses, skin tone, hair, body shape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unconscious now because your brain your brain looks to fix everything that's in your life that went wrong and i could be in a room of 100 people i will dial in on that one person mm-hmm. and you, you hear guys do it all the time you girls do it too who is that who is that mm-hmm. you, you, ever hear you hear how excited they are about it? Mm-hmm. Who, who who is that you know right that person lines up something about that person's frequency i my brain perceives that frequency look it's usually the look so yeah Mm -hmm. and and when I look at younger pictures of my mom and go yeah yeah that's that's (laughs) you you could it's like a cookie cutter you just you just just cut them out you can line them all up like wow yeah right Mm mm-hmm
0: Right. That is too funny. There's some I know there's some there's some major truth in that too, because my um my son, my oldest, he his girlfriend right now. I'm a Leo. She's a Leo. I'm short. <laughs> she's short, you know. So and he thought, and I'm like, you know, I don't know. what to Tell you, son. <laughs> you thought you were running away from me. You ran right back into me.
1: <laughs> what well, you you'll hear stuff like. I feel like I've known you all my life. You're so familiar mm-hmm. to me. Right. I'm so comfortable with you. Okay. <laughs> right,
0: right. <laughs> that makes sense. It makes sense. Makes sense. Absolutely. Wow. So it's like at the end of the day, there's no need to trying to turn off the parent the 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 two halves
1: you got to understand it. And if you need to rewrite one half of that, then that's okay. Mm-hmm. I had to rewrite my father half. Mm-hmm. Cause I did not want that relationship with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I rewrote that half of me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. got closure like to the relationship I should have had from my father got it mm-hmm. closure. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, I this could go on for another hour, I mean, or two or three. I mean, really. So, we because so we so we really just kind of tapped on a little bit about relationships and the inner child. We'll say that was our discussion for this evening Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because you're gonna have to come back. So, all right,
1: uh, I know know. it's just
0: so much, but I, um. I'm um I'm thankful for you that you know that you're out here you kind of, you're in these trenches you know uh trying well I'm not gonna say trying but helping and making a difference you care you know so that's important to seeing you a black man melanated man that cares you know Be- they exist people this is this is the real world this is not social media you know this is not TV this is. The real world people are really out here again. I say doing some amazing things, and um, so I, I feel like sometimes you get unnoticed the most important people.
1: Yeah, well, there's a, I, you know, the, when you look at media coverage of black males on TV, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not it's not all positive imagery, right? You know, so. Mm-hmm. So, and and people, you know, and I got clients who said, I was looking for. I wanted a black man, and because the the, the world of therapy counseling is dominated by women, it's way more women than men. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the whole field is just dominated by women. So pe- people look for, you know, I I wanted a black male, and 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 you came highly recommended. I'm like, okay, well, cool, that's great. How mm-hmm. can I serve you? So. Um, yeah. We out there. We
0: out there. They they are. They are. I love it. I love it. And I want to definitely thank um Shantia Alexandra Foundation for um you were on her show. And I, I'm actually uh secretary on on that um organization. So I'm happy that I was able, you know, to get you know get you learn about you through her, um Shantavia. So I'm thankful for that, yes. And um like I said, this will go on forever, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wrap it all up. It, it's almost it's been 45 minutes almost. So I um I have enjoyed this time uh, that we shared. And you're definitely gonna have to come back. Sure.
1: Sure. Yeah, oh, it, it, go. it this is why I do two hour sessions. See? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because that hour will go by fast. That yes. hour will
1: go, it blows by it. And I, I, I haven't figured out yet you you just cannot get any and you got three people trying to talk in, in a, a clinical hour is 50 minutes you've got three people trying to talk about something that's really deep tears are flying and and you know and oh i'm sorry i gotta let you go
0: right yeah I never do that yeah never. all right people y'all heard that two two hour sessions <laughs> two yeah. hours
1: you yes. need two hours. Like getting a two-hour massage. You can't go back to an hour. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right. 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 Wow. Wow. Okay, Lynn. Well, thank you so much sure for thing. Being. and um before you go, could you just give us maybe um first give us a nugget, you know, maybe a word of encouragement, some advice, mm-hmm. a quote, whatever you want to say, and then let us know how we can contact you.
1: Okay. Uh Loving yourself, there's there's I'll, I'll, there's a whole bunch of pillars. Three of the main pillars of loving yourself is your ability to say no. When you have the ability to say no, you have the ability to establish a boundary. Boundaries let people know how you want to be treated. And then the third one is uh, okay. A, the boundaries. Oh, putting myself first. I can put myself first i uh, i'll do everything for everybody else I won't, I won't do stuff for myself so when i start to actually love myself i'll say no i'll have boundaries and i will put myself first now i'm a. now i can be available to you
0: absolutely
1: yeah absolutely
0: i love that i love it love it love it <sighs> it's been an amazing time um, before we go, I would first like to say thank you again, Lynn Sirdevant, for joining me on Snails and No Shells. And um, um, people in the audience, please like, share, and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. Let's sh- let's get the word out. Um, the more you like and share, and the more people can find out, you know, what's going on, what we got going on here, and you can meet these amazing people that I have on my platform. They're out here; they're getting it in. So, like, share, and subscribe. This I'm on YouTube. Ms. BJ Martin, Facebook, BJ Martin, Instagram, MS underscore BJ Martin. So, I mean, we're everywhere, and this is going to be on um, audio too. Uh, Spotify, Apple, we, are, yeah, we're digital. Oh, wow. we're yes, wow. we're here. yes, sir. <laughs> yes, because we, we have to. This is important. This is so important to me to spotlight, um, you know, good people that are doing some good things in the community. I talk about um, uh, closet entrepreneurs. Like you know, I'm like you're you're making the best burger in town, and your neighbor don't even know. It's to come out the closet. Let them, <laughs> you know, let them know what's going on. It's time. It is time. It's 2020. It's
1: Let's go. It's time. time. And, and and while white people are trying to hold on to power, privilege, and population. They got enough distractions for them right now. Now's our time for us to coalesce and yeah, and, yeah. and do and do the thing that's gonna make us be a solid community. So,
0: yes, yeah. yeah, we have to come together. Yeah, we gotta have you gotta have a team. You need a team out here. You see, we mm-hmm. can't be out here by ourselves. The inner work that's done, but yes, alone you have you, that. That's some, the self work, learning how to love yourself. But yeah, but you let's work on that work and then we come together, like you said, and be solid and be there for each other, like we need to be. Absolutely yes all right i'm going to say this one more time <laughs> i enjoyed the time we shared thank you so much again we appreciate you sure thing. and before we go i would just like to say my words are remember just like the sun you are necessary peace